With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to another episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, number one, and soon we'll be joined by our panel. Tonight, we're going to talk about do we want respect, 
of reparations. I've been in numerous conversations, and this question come about. Do we want respect or reparations? Let's define the two set that we all may be clear. Respect is defined as a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. And reparations is defined as the making of amends for a wrong one has done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wrong. And I mean, personally, I let respect. Based on the adventures of black Americans, that warrants the utmost respect alone. Not to mention the hands and backs of blacks that has built this country. To call it how it should be, respect, not me, but what my forefathers, mothers, and siblings has done. The idea of reparations is like a pacifier, figuratively speaking. Take this, we're even, now shut up. Who can put a value on the work that has been done? What's the number that we should charge to buy back our respect and dignity? Without further ado, let's get right to it. Good evening. Good evening. <sighs> respect or reparation? Uh, me? Respect all day long. I mean, reparations, you know, it's 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 money. You know, money money don't last forever, you know. Um, when you spend it it's gone and then what you're gonna do. Respect is um is meant to last forever. You know, I mean, you know, when someone respects you and you you have a sense of dignity, a sense of self, a sense of accomplishment and it's and it's um, I think more gratifying than any dollar amount could be. Um, I don't want to be paid for something I didn't do. I didn't. I didn't build this country. My forefathers did. Yeah. Okay. Um, but 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 I don't want to take payment for what they've done because they gave their life to do it. Um, you know, and taking payment is for me. I view it as a slap in the face. Uh, mm. Reparations It's a slap in the face You know So um, I say respect Well We're going to talk to my twin And see what he has to say And we'll talk about it Good evening I definitely agree with uh, you and Ms. Quick um, Respect uh, I believe that As you said Respect is something That is long lasting It'll sustain you uh, reparations is, like you said, it's a band-aid, a temporary fix, but reparations doesn't necessarily put you on the same playing field if that's what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, mm-hmm. Respect with reparations or not. So if you get the respect, you're on the same playing field to be able to achieve what you want to achieve, not be held mm-hmm. back because of your skin color, um, your education, or looked down upon because of your background. Respect can reach way farther than reparations could ever do for anybody. And I agree 100%. Um, in fact, um, to both of you said I couldn't have, I couldn't have, I wouldn't change the word, like, just like that. Because I don't, I don't want you to um, 
do what y'all did for me as far as, you know, affirmative action. You know, I don't want you to do this out of out of guilt, out of this, out of that. But I want you to do it because I've earned it. The fact of the matter is, everything that you have, you wouldn't have it if it wasn't for me. So that right there alone, I should need a, a, a co-signer or somebody to validate who I am. What I am should be enough validation. Ms. Quick, what's your thoughts on that? Of course, 100% agreement. You know, is um, I, reparations like handouts, you know, mm-hmm. and and so it's like I I don't I don't want handouts. You know, I wanna I wanna be compensated for the work that I put in. Okay, so mm-hmm. so if I if I do work, then pay me for it, pay me rightfully for it. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, but if but if I don't do work, I don't I didn't produce anything, then I don't want you to pay me. But um, my skill set and you know um, my abilities, my character. I mean, for anything as simple as humanity, respect me as the human being that I am. Um, I will, you know, I'll do everything that you do. You know, you get up, you go to work, you take care of your family. I do the same thing, but respect me for the human being that I am. And as far Mm -hmm. as, like, I can't, it's unfortunate that we're still in a time where we're fighting um, battles of our our ancestors, battles of racism. And and I hear you, you know, you spoke about affirmative action. Um, you know, don't do us any favors. You know, don't don't put affirmative action in place by by making someone hire us for the color of our skin because because now you don't value me. You know, right. um, you're doing it out of, out of chore or obligation. Out of obligation, or you right. know, um, so is look at look at my qualifications for exactly what they are and pay me accordingly. Um, you know, our ancestors didn't fight the battles that they fought. They didn't put the work in on the land that they did um, so that we could receive handouts. Otherwise, where do we get our work ethic? You know what I'm saying? That We, we get our work ethic and uh, from our ancestors. So if that's the case, they worked, why can't we? Mm-hmm. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree with what she said. You know, um, with respect, you're not looking for the handout. You want to really be judged on your own merit. Judge me on what I have done, on what I have accomplished, on what my skill set is, with my abilities. Judge me on those particular things and have respect for me because I am knowledgeable and able to do the things that you hired for me to do. I didn't have to use affirmative action to get here. I got here on my own because I went to school. I did the education. I put the investment in myself to get here. Just respect me enough to put me on the same playing field that I have the opportunity to get that position. I have the opportunity to get that job. I have the opportunity to do those things that I may want to do so that I can advance myself, my family, my living situation, 
And I think that's where respect comes in, where it goes across the board. Just judge me on me, not based upon anything else. Just judge me on the person that I am. And like I said, affirmative action, if you get it, they may not appreciate it because at the end of the day, did they really work to get it? And and I know some people say they want it, but it's what, like the old folks used to say, if you get it easy, it's going to go, it's going to leave you easy. If you work for it, right. then you're going to be more careful with it and you won't just let it go so easily because you know, you know what it took to actually get it. And I think Absolutely. that's the difference. If you give somebody the respect, they earn that respect. If they earn the respect, that respect can last you longer than anything ever can. Just like back in the day, they used to always say that your name should hold value. Your word is your bond. What you say, you say what you mean and mean what you say. I think lately that has actually dropped off, but a lot of places, a lot of things with respect back in the day was your word was your bond. If you said something to somebody, you stood by that. Um, they respected you because you were a man of your word. You were a woman of your word. You came through like you said you were going to do, or you did what you said that you were going to do. And it's just those things. Judge a person based upon their own merits, their, their, what they represent, how they carry themselves, and how they um, exude themselves to the people. Judge them on that. Don't judge them on anything else. And reparations never is the answer because I don't think people really will appreciate it if they got it because at the end of the day, they never worked to get it. Ooh. Now, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, which I'm so great at. Um, are we being biased because we're all educated? Oh, oh y'all didn't answer that, huh? Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Um, quite honestly, I don't think education has anything to, for me, it has, doesn't have anything to do with it. I mean, I think <laughs> I approach it like it's, it's simple math. One plus one is two. In this case, um, did I do the work? No. Do I deserve to be paid? No. It's just as simple as that. So for me, um, I don't think we're biased because we're overeducated now or because we are educated. I think there's a possibility because we are working people and we know the value of putting in hard work and earning respect and um, just knowing the value in that there's a possibility we're biased because we, we, we know, you know what I mean? Like we know that respect Mm -hmm. takes you further in life. Um, So I could, that's probably, you know, uh, more, likely a more likely bias than education i mean for me all right doc what's your thoughts i don't believe we're biased uh because we're educated um i believe like you said work is work you know whether you have the education whether you dropped out uh whether you went to college or didn't go to college i don't think that actually has a bearing on it because at the end of the day is your work ethic, your grind. What do you want to do? Um, you don't necessarily have to have a degree sometimes to get what you want to do, depending on the path you want to take. But if you put your all into it, you can achieve it. Uh, there are some music moguls who became millionaires. They never went to college a day in their life, but they were, got respect, and they were very successful because of it. 
So not necessarily because we're educated, we're being biased by it. I think it still relates to the fact of what is your work ethic and what are you putting into yourself in order to be able to gain, get the most gain back. Now, you know, we got some brothers out here that say, you know, the man holding them back, the system holding them back. So I believe that they will disagree with you in, in that regard. See, when you go to school and get education, you already got a foot in the door. But ain't nobody giving me a chance because I dropped out of school or what have you. That can be the argument. That's not true. I said it could I'm be. I'm sorry to cut you off, but before before the the thought escapes me and before you get too far, education doesn't give you a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. It only gives you knowledge. And truth be told, it doesn't it give did. you on-the-job training. It gives you book knowledge. That's what education does. It gives you. Go ahead. I say in debt. In debt. Yep. Absolutely. So it doesn't give you a foot in the door. Okay. I'm just saying. We're going to talk to Pastor and see what he got to say. Because y'all trying to jump on me. I can hear it in your voices. Pastor, good evening. (laughs) Good evening, sir. We. We're trying to figure out, do we want respect or reparations? Uh, it's an individual decision, but I personally hate to spoil the party. I don't think you're going to get either. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, that's just my personal feeling. Um, you know, there's no way to calculate, you know, um, what we're owed. And as far as respect is uh, concerned, it, it's just, that's just not going to happen. I think we got to have pride, but I don't think we're ever going to get respect. We'll get um, a few things to make us feel better, but to say we'll get respect, nah, there are people, now, sure, there's some that will respect us, but um, there's some that's always going to feel like that uh, they're superior, and it's just um, the way that it is, and um I guess I don't want to get off topic, but my question is, why is it so important to get their respect? Why Why do we, I mean, can't we take pride well, in just knowing? I mean, why do well, I for me, want... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. For, for me, it's not, it's, it's, it's because what the respect is the acknowledgement. You, you're not respecting me as an individual. You're respecting uh, the abilities, the qualities, the achievements which mm-hmm. we have built this country. So right. that alone should warrant a certain level of respect. Well, if you're just going to give it to me out of your mouth, you know, I acknowledge that you did this, but you're not going to show it in your life. You're not going to show it in your everyday walk then why waste breath doing it? I mean, it's very easy to say, you know, right now it's very easy for the president to come out and say, you know what, I think it's great. Everybody needs to wear a mask. But if you're not going to wear a mask, you didn't really mean it. You just pacified me. So, you know, again, I, I guess that's my, my my dilemma, my issue, if you will, is is why – I mean, can I not just take satisfaction in knowing what I've done, whether they 
acknowledge it or not, as long as I know truth. The Bible said truth sets me free. It never said respect does. And a lot of times we're looking for something and we're walking away from what we have. Why do I have to? Look, if I look in the mirror and I say I look good, I don't need to know how Q feels. It would be good to know, but if I don't get that, as long as I know I got it working, you know. And a lot of times, man, you know, you know, I found out with myself over the years that I wanted respect because I had I was struggling with low self esteem. I wanted to, I wanted you to acknowledge that I was equal, and you you didn't you weren't going to ever see me as equal. But the question is, how do I see myself? See, I know who built the White House. I know who built a lot of these colleges. I know who built a lot of things. I know all those, not all of them, but I know a lot of the, a lot of the inventions and a lot of things that we use today to make our lives more uh, convenient. I know that it came from uh, hands that had been kissed by the sun. I, I realize all that. I realize that, you know, uh, you know, a lot of happened off of our black backs. I, I got that, especially our ancestors. But at the same time, uh, I, I can take pride in that, and I'm good in knowing that. Are they ever going to well, document I'm, that we, we did it? Probably I'm glad not. you said that. All right. I'm glad you said that. How many of us actually knew that? Not us on the line, but us as a whole, because I think in taking pride in that alone, mm-hmm. you will, will have a certain level of respect and dignity about yourself. Definitely so, and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that there was so much that I was just I was just ignorant to the fact. I just made assumptions that what I was being told, where I am, they teach, you know, they don't teach a lot of world history. They don't teach a lot of uh, what I call real history. They'll teach American history, and they'll teach, in my case, South Carolina history. But, you know, they... <laughs> They conveniently leave out the truth. And so because that's what I was taught, I believed it for so long. But, you know, I went searching for the truth, and I found it, and I found it. And I I take pride. At first it made me angry, but then eventually it got to the point where I took pride. Because here's the thing, man. You know, a lot of times the people that are so ignorant, you know, that we won't respect from, sometimes they just don't know, but sometimes they know they just won't acknowledge it. But see, I know that you know. I know I know what you're thinking. I know that you you realize that we did that. We built this. I know that you know it. And it eats you up at night. It tears you mm-hmm. up at night. So I'm I'm good, man. I'm good at knowing, you know, that uh, as long as I know the truth, man, I take pride. I walk up and I, I cry over it. I get excited about it. I get motivated by it. But as far as reparations and, and respect I don't expect it, and and I'm I'm okay without it. You know, I I wanna I wanna you know so many of us, um, and this is my message for Sunday, just so y'all know for the Fourth of July. You know, we're free, but we're not equal, and that's what I want to talk about on Sunday because that's the way a lot of us are. We're free, but we're not equal, and some of that's because of the way we're treated, and some of that is because of the way we treat ourselves and see ourselves, and so what we think, think right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I didn't mean to mess party or anything, man. Nothing wrong with respect. Oh, what's the party? What you want. But uh, 
But you the one. Over, so you the one over there spiking the punch. But it's, it's about to get good. Man, I promise you, I got some. I got I'm spiking it with Mad Dog. You don't know nothing about that either. So uh, Ooh, Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> there you go, brother. You got the numbers right, man. Where you been? But hey, man. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, I just don't, especially the state that I live in. Uh, we've got literally, just to give you an example, in Charleston, South Carolina, they have a statue that they're about to take down. Uh, and, and Charleston was one of the ports where, you know, slaves would come in from Africa. Um, Virginia, Charleston, South Carolina, that was two, I mean, main ports. Uh, we still have slave quarters down there where you can physically go inside the of plantation. Them. Yeah, it's there. Everything is right there mm-hmm. for you to see. Supposedly, it's just a site that you can just visit or whatever. But now, along with that, they have the statues up. You know, the Confederate, you know, flag is prevalent just about, you know, throughout the whole town, a city or whatever. But then there's one thing that they said they'll never tear down, and it's literally called, and you can Google it, it's called the Hanging Tree. A hanging tree in Charleston, South Carolina, and it's physically literally a place where they used to hang slaves, and there's a road that drives right underneath it. They will not tear it down, and from what I was told, you know, uh, our tour guide, uh, brother, (laughs) uh, gave us a tour, and he said that they left the tree up because they had hung so many people until it was a reminder, you know, for black folk to to let them know if you get out of line, this is what was going to happen to you. And that tree is still there today. Still there today. They'll take a name off the side of a building, but they will not tear that tree down. So really, mm. do I have respect? And it's right there by a park, you know, where my kids are playing. I mean, honestly, it's right there by a university. So am I ever going to get respect? From some, I probably will. But for the, from the majority, no, nah, I'm not going to get respect. But that's okay. I know truth. I, I do know truth. And and I I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So that's my spirit. Miss Quick. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts on what Pastor just said? Uh oh, somebody on mommy duty. Twin, what's your thoughts on what Pastor just said? That's a lot of truthful things. Um, you know, we want respect in order to be equal, to be on the same playing field. Will we get that? Maybe not. Um, but can we have pride in ourselves and what we are doing and what our people have done before us, our, our, you know, predecessors have done before us and what we are trying to do now in order to, I guess, keep going for what they built and what they strive for and what they kind of laid the foundation for? Can we have pride for the opportunities that we have now for the things that they had to endure? Yes. You know, we can have pride and have the respect that, you know, we did create things. We did invent things. We did build the major things in this country, major monuments and things of that nature. You can have pride in that. Um, You know, and does the pride um, command respect? You know, you can always want respect with the pride, and, you know, be prideful in it, gain the respect. You just, you'll never actually ever know. And like he was saying, you know, 
uh, are they going to mouth it and just mouth it, but the actions be different? You know, the old saying is actions speak louder than words. So will the actions ever show you that they respect you, that they look at you as an equal? Some will, some won't. Um, you know that that's a battle that is, is a toss-up. But at the end of the day, it's really how you view yourself, how you carry yourself, and what you do for you, actually, almost like how you are commands the respect. Whether it's given or whether it's not given, you should still have the surety in yourself that you know who you are, you know where you've come from, you know the standard that you have for yourself, and that alone commands the respect for who you are as a person. And I think that's at the end of the day is who you are as a person. Everybody's a human. Respect the fact that everybody is a human and they have a right to have a life, to strive for success, to strive to be better. Um, no matter what they may be going through, everyone still is a human and everyone still has a life to respect some part of what they're trying to do in, in their own life. I I agree with, with both of you. And um, real quick, Pastor, when I was young, man, we actually went to the plantation, bro, and, and saw this. And... Um, it was supposed to be uh, obviously a, a history lesson, and you know the question asked, you know, could you live back in these times? I'm like, hell no, they would have had to kill me. I've been the first one they hung. With the mindset that I got now, oh, I'm bucking every chance I get. Um, but when it comes to the respect, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really yearn for the respect of of others. You know what I mean? I I need to make sure that what I do honors God, you know, honors my family, and promote my business. Anything after that doesn't matter. Anything after that doesn't matter. So to, to, I don't want your reparations. I don't want you to feel like you, you know, when you see me on the street, oh, he did, he got this because we gave him that. We did this for him. Nah, you didn't do this. I take pride in knowing that I didn't, I, I built this table. I made this table, you know, with, with the help of God, with the direction of God, I, I did this. I'm cool with that. But that could be the reason why, you know, you don't see me as you see, well, you know, because I demand respect because I give respect. So, but I know that you, you, you may feel some kind of way about me. You may see something about me, but you don't approach me because that's also, you know, your warning, if, if, if that makes sense. But it all it, it really does come down to how we view ourselves. No one can validate me. That's why I don't need social media to say, Hey, Q, you're doing a good job or hey, you need to tighten up. I don't I don't need to pass on the back. So all hell all I say is give me the prayer. Keep everything else. Y'all agree with me or disagree with me or am I taking this wrong? No, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. It's, it's how you view yourself. Like I said, you you shouldn't have to seek validation because sometimes you get to a point where you're seeking validation and approval for others for almost every aspect of your life. And if you don't get that, then you mm -hmm. end up almost affecting your own mindset, your own self-esteem, because you feel mm -hmm. like their opinion matters than your own opinion. And if mm. you can't respect yourself enough to give yourself 
that that drive, that energy, that support, that encouragement, and you're seeking it from other people, you're almost in a failing mission because mm-hmm. there may be days that you're not going to get that. And the question is going to become, what are you going to do now? And if you're seeking, that's why I'm not on social media just like you either because I feel like some people post stuff just because they need that attention. They need that to help them feel important sometimes. Maybe it could be different, but I view that sometimes that some people do that for themselves too. And I don't need that, but maybe some people do, but I hope that that's not their, they're not dependent on that. Because if you're depending on that, it's going to fail you. And and then you're going to be left with yourself and something mm-hmm. that you have to look yourself in the mirror and deal with whatever issue you may have. But like you say, you demand respect because you respect yourself and you respect other people. Until a person mm-hmm. respects themselves, then how can you expect other people to respect you or to uh, treat you differently when mm-hmm. you don't treat yourself in a certain kind of way, but you want everybody else to treat you in a better way than you do yourself? Yeah, I guess my question to you, Pastor, is who are you to tell me whether or not I did a good job? Yes, sir. Um, If I go and apply for a loan, um, you know, they can stamp the document, you know, approved or disapproved or approved or denied. If I go and, Mm -hmm. you know, apply for a job, you know, they can say they can stamp on it, accepted or rejected or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, in other words, you know, th- my future is in their hands. And I refuse mm. to take, you know, my life and my, you know, what I know is my truth and let you determine whether I get respect or not. I, re- I refuse to do that. You're not going to you're not gonna rubber stamp me when it comes to respect. You, you're not going to do me, that. Brother. You're just not going to mm. do that. I know the truth. And see mm. whether you know it or refuse to acknowledge it or whatever. You know, you're not gonna. Rub, I'm not applying for it. I know what I have. Mm. I I know mm. what my ancestors did. And you're not gonna. You're not gonna take that from me. I'm not gonna ask you for something and then you give it to me and then remind me of it every second for the rest of my life. No, you're not gonna do that to me. You're not gonna do that. Talk to me. Or you're not gonna tell me that you. I don't deserve this. I didn't. You know, you're not gonna. You know, no, no, don't, don't. I'd rather we just leave it like it is, and and uh, I'll just walk around with a smile on my face and joy in my heart, knowing the truth. And the Bible tells mm. me, man, that the truth makes me free, and I'm free knowing that my ancestors, you know, did what they, they did. did. I'm free knowing that, you know what, uh, some of your comfort right now is off of my ancestors' black backs. I know that, and uh, so my reparation is the peace I have on the inside. You know, Ooh. and and that's why a lot of times I think anger rises up in so many of us is because the anger rises up because we don't have the peace, and we don't have the peace because we don't have the knowledge, and we don't have the knowledge, knowledge because we don't have the truth. We don't have the truth. Yeah, without, come on, there somebody. you go. And Talk to it, people are people are going to perish, and that's what's going on. So, man, I don't need anybody to give me what I already have. You don't have to give me peace. I got that. You don't have to give me joy. I got that. And you don't have to give me respect because I got that. I got and so that. at the end of the day, you do what you got to do. But I got mine. I got mine. Talk to me. I got mine. And uh, old church used to say the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Can't take it away. And you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't take what's on the inside of me. 
You can't. Mm. You just can't do that. So when I go to Charleston and we get to that hanging tree, and when they built the street down through there, literally when they got to that street, what they, that tree, what they did is built the road on the left side of it, on the right side. Around. It literally goes around the tree. Literally yep. goes around the tree. It's, it's, it's the craziest do. thing in the world to see that. And I look up at it, and it made me angry then, but now I look up and say, after all the hell you put my ancestors through, I'm still standing here. So I I'm know you didn't standing. kill him. You didn't kill him. He's still standing. He's standing up in me. Look at me now. You don't even understand. You don't even understand. You didn't kill you me. You took his body, but you could not take his spirit. You couldn't take his spirit nor his dream. It was transferred, and now it's running in mm. me. And guess what? I'm going to educate my brothers and my sisters. I'm going to educate my folk and let them know you take pride in knowing that they didn't kill him. This is like them people saying that they killed Jesus. Nowhere in the Bible does it say they killed Jesus. The Bible said he laid his life down. You ain't understanding. Mm. It was a sacrifice that he made, man. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you can approve me for a job or for a loan, but you can't approve me for respect. And your reparations, you can have it because you're doing it tongue-in-cheek. You, you can have it. You can have it because, to be honest, you don't have enough to pay me back. You don't have enough to pay me back. If you're still thinking you owe me 40 acres and a mule, you done lost your ever-loving mind. <laughs> you done I, lost wouldn't even, your, it, I wouldn't even know how to spend it. Keep that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So, in 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 reality, you know, a lot is a lot changing. Yeah, the statues are coming down, and I I think that's great, and wonderful, uh, and everything. But you know, my thing is, okay, when am I going to put up my pride statue on the inside of me that I can hold Uh-oh. my head up? That I don't have to drop my head when I look at you. I can look you squarely in the eye. I can shake your hand as a man, knowing that I'm not. Just equal with you in my mind. To be honest, I'm a little bit better than you are because my ancestors Ooh. took the licking and kept on going. Yeah, kept that's, that's what you had to have a whip to get what you got. I just had to have some intestinal fortitude. My folk just had to Uh-oh. stand. You ain't to talking to me, man. And some of that, the, some of that same folk that that they killed and hung on that tree right there to show you how things work. To be honest with you, was one of those people that hung on that tree. It's the very same person that started Emmanuel AME Zion Church, and that's the one where Dylan Roof came in and shot those folk during Bible study. But guess what? Even though they went in there and tried to do that in that church, guess what? That church is still going. Come on. And a lot of those kids are going to college free now all because those people made a sacrifice. So you're not going to kill us. You're not going to kill us. You you're not gonna you're not gonna do what you think you're going to do. And ultimately you gotta answer to God. Ultimately you gotta answer to God. So it's all good, man. I would I I mean, would it be great to get respect? Yeah, if it was genuine. That's like you telling me you're sorry, but you don't talk to me no more after that. You know, you don't want me to you you're not really uh saying forgive me. You just you know, you just you know, Mr. Trump, all you're doing is Putting forth a tweet early in the morning and taking it down three hours later. Come on now, you you ain't fooling nobody. (laughs) You ain't fooling nobody. So it's the same old game, man. But like I said, we gotta have, man. We gotta take some pride, man. And we we gotta, you know, the Bible said, let your light shine. Didn't say you gotta make it shine. All you gotta do is let it shine. Be who you're supposed to be. Pull your pants up. Speak with noun verb agreement. Start your business. Do something positive. Help somebody. Reach out to somebody. I ain't got to say nothing because my light's shining now. 
my light shine. I ain't got to say nothing. I ain't got to advertise. I ain't got to do nothing. All I got to do is just keep on going because you don't even want to know. I can drive underneath that tree, driving a nice vehicle. Come on, man. Hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, if, I you say <laughs> I, I had a situation some time ago, and I probably have told you this. I'm at the humidor, you know, buying a cigar and having a conversation, and this and this this white fella just 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 come like I'm not standing there, and just start talking. Whoa! So of course, me being me, I step up in his direction and said, "Excuse me." And he kept talking. I said, "Excuse me," and he stopped. Then I turned to the to the to the clerk and finished my conversation. And of course. He's he, he's turned he's turning red. I don't care. <laughs> you didn't make me. There's nothing at all that you can do to me. At all. That's what a respect come in at. Just knowing that truth is the is reason there? why you can sit around and and carry yourself and conduct yourself as such. Now I'm sure she felt threatened. I went back the next day to apologize because. <laughs> I know, I know, to her, not to him, of course, but to her, because it wasn't directed towards her. But I'm sure that when that, that heat come off, everybody around possibly could get burned. To your point, we was having a conversation about reparations, and the guy would make this, this hell of an argument. He was saying about, you know, give me my money, and we can do the, get our people in the Senate and the office and, and all this nonsense. And I said, bro, give me the respect. I said, we have enough brothers out here who can give other brothers an opportunity. The problem is y'all not trying to give anybody an opportunity. I said, if we start businesses, our own businesses, we can hire who we want. We ain't got to kiss nobody's ass. All we got to do is simply be willing to teach. Second opportunities. He was like, well, that's easy for you to say. I said, no, bro. No. In two days, this was a Sunday. This is the conversation I had on Monday. And I said, yesterday, being Sunday, I helped two people start businesses, gave them the blueprint, word for word, where to go, who to talk to, where to click, the whole nine, to start a business. So this is what we're supposed to do. As a people, you can keep your reparations. Keep that. We're going to make our own. And once we have our own, the respect will have to come with it because we don't need you. We don't need yours. We got our own. That's it. We got our own That's table. It. I got to sit at your table. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is what we got to do. This is what we got to do as a people, as a whole, period. If everybody treat our brothers and sisters the same way, or if we treat them the same way everybody else is treating them, how are we different? How are we truly brothers? That's the question. If we treat them like everybody else is treating them, how are we their brothers? How can we call them brothers? Twin, what's your thoughts? 
you and Pastor are hitting it. <laughs> Y'all throwing out all that good knowledge right now. And I agree with you both. Um, you know, there has to be a standard set. And we cannot treat our own like everybody else. And we have to set the standard to show that this is how we treat our people. This is how we take care of our people. Like you say, we build our own. We have our own table. We support our own. We help accomplish and build a community of our own. Respect is going to come because they see what we've done without their help. But we can't use their tactics against our people. We have to be able to show that this is the way you treat someone equally. This is the way you treat someone with respect. This is the way you have pride in what you are doing and what you are trying to accomplish and that we don't have to have that crab mentality where that if you're doing this great thing, I got to be somehow um, jealous of you or pull you down mm. because you might get to the finish line before I get to the finish line. We have to change that mindset in order to be able to say that if someone is doing something, you support and encourage that so that mm-hmm. when it's your time, the, the the thing will turn in your favor where people are there to support and encourage you. So you can't expect for you to be jealous of somebody when they're succeeding and then you and the other hand want everybody to support you when you're trying to be successful. No, it doesn't work like that. The Bible says you mm-hmm. reward yourself. If you sow those bad seeds where you're not wanting to respect somebody because they're getting ahead, then you can't expect good things to come back to you when you're putting out that negative energy, that that jealousy, that envy. You can't expect good to come from that. But if you have pride in what someone else is doing because you can see what they're going through, and sometimes you can learn by somebody going through the process and and having that pride. You can go, you can learn by somebody taking those steps to be able to gain their respect, hold their head high, not look down, not be ashamed to be like, you know what? I want to be like that. I want to be able to walk in rooms with my head held high and not worry about who's there, who's thinking about me, who's looking at me because of my skin color, who's looking at me because of this. You carry yourself a certain way that commands the respect because you know who you are. And it all comes back Mm -hmm. to that. Know who you are. Know your truth. Have knowledge about where you've come from, what pe- what your mm. people have done to put you in this position. Like I said, when you are, like you both have been saying, when you are empowered with that knowledge, there's nothing that anybody can tell you. There's nothing anybody can do to you, say to you, or try to uh, say that what you're saying is not right. You know, they can't say that a black person didn't invent this when you know a black person invented this because you have the knowledge and can confront them with that. They probably mm-hmm. don't know a black person invented it because, as you say, we only know what we've been taught. So unless you go out mm-hmm. and search that information and search that knowledge to make you more powerful, to make you more impactful, you're going to believe what they tell you. So it's up to you to gain the knowledge in order to get the respect, to gain the knowledge in order to get uh, that peace that you seek, in order to get the respect that you seek. And it's all about all the, all stems back to you how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, and you can have that, be diligent, uh, work, uh, get your own, and respect will come. But respect from the people you want respect from. 
You can't expect to get respect from people who you clearly know ain't going to get it. I mean, sometimes you're going to fight a losing battle to think that everybody should respect you because you have a ride. No. No matter how high you get, people still not going to respect you. And you should not have the mindset that if I get to a certain level, everybody's going to respect me because I'm there. Absolutely not. Get now, respect you said something. Some. Boy, you just mm-hmm. said something. Pastor, watch this, Pastor. We look up and find out about who invented it. I'm sorry, but only information we find out is who patented it. Mm-hmm. Those things. Who invented yeah. it and who patented it is different. Because remember now, for the longest time, it was illegal for blacks to own a patent. And you said another thing, too, when you were talking about, in my mind, it was a plateau. When we reach a plateau, that's our opportunity to boost our brother up. So that way, once he get up, what he need to go, that's why we, 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 we prepare him up. So he can come down and, and motivate us or, and pick us up and keep us moving. When we, when we reach a certain level, we forget that part. We forget the uplifting of the other brother because we're too busy, like you said, that crap mentality. Oh, I don't want him to get as high as me. I don't want him to surpass me, so I've got to pull him back down. No. You've been doing your thing. Help him get up there so now he can reach back and help you. And y'all can reach back and help somebody else. Because the stuff we go through isn't for us. It's for someone else. Now, that's just my truth. Pastor, what's your thoughts? I don't need to add a thing to it, brother. That's the way that it is. You know, um, You know, I, I, sometimes, man, we need to really identify um, uh, who the real enemy is. You know, <laughs> sometimes it's not, you know, it's not who we think it is. You know, mm. uh, the Bible talks about um, ask a question, say, who really is your neighbor? Really, who is your brother? And he talks about how mm. man fell among thieves and they stripped him of his clothes, took all his money, beat him half to death. The Bible said they left him half dead. And there were two people that came along, coming out of the church, basically, came and looked at him, went to the other side of the street and said, I ain't got time for him. I ain't fooling with him, you know. And then somebody else came along and helped him out. And that's the way it is, man. We see people that are down, and we will not help them. We 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 act like we've never been there, man. And we've got to, you know. I hate to hear that analogy about the crab mentality, but God, it is so true. It is so true. That is just the way that it is. And we have got. I don't know what it's going to take to get rid of that. I don't know where it came from. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know why we. Uh, continue to operate with that mentality, I, I, it bothers me to no end. But, you know, for me, my responsibility as a man, the Bible says that I'm supposed to leave an inheritance for my children's children. In other words, at oh. least two generations. I should have enough knowledge, wisdom, to be able to pass along to them. I may not have the money, but if I've got knowledge, if I've got wisdom, then I can and truth, knowledge, wisdom, and truth, if I can pass that on to them, then guess what? Now they can hold their head up. Now they can hold their head mm. up because, you know, I, it, it's time out for us fighting against one another, man. And, and, and we're fighting. I mean, we're wasting time, man. What, what, I mean, what, are we, what exactly are we doing? Listen, you just talked about how you educated someone and they were able to go and um, 
you know, utilize it to uh, start their own uh, business or foundation or whatever it was. That's what it's going to take. This is not a competition because anytime oh. there's a competition, somebody's going to lose. Somebody's right. going to lose. Why can't we all And win? only one going to win. That's the way it is, man, and that's that's the crazy part about it. But, see, that's the way sports in the world is set up. You know, you say, well, we had a – you know, I heard a guy do an interview, and, and I, I, I can't remember – who it was, but they were talking to him and they were saying, this is one of the best seasons that this team has ever had. They was playing against the Golden State Warriors. This is one of the best seasons this team has ever had. And, you know, there's a lot of players that came into their own and you had a, a, a MVP caliber year and it was talking like that. And at the end of it, the athlete said, this is what he said. He said, well, bottom line is they're holding up the trophy. and We're not. He said, well, our season finished with a loss just like everybody else in the league. And that's the way it is. When there's a competition, there's only going to be one winner. But when we do this thing the way God wants it done, we all win. We all uh-huh. win. We're more than conquerors, man. If we stop fighting with each other. And see, God will give you more when you share what you already have. So now that you've shared that wisdom and that knowledge, God will pour something else on you that you you never even thought about. You know? And God will keep taking you higher. But if you Holding on Jesus. to what you got, you know. Come on, man. You got to be able to share that wisdom. The Bible said, "If you're faithful over the few, then I'll make you rule over many." You know, share what you have. Don't be ashamed. Well, I would tell you, but if I tell you, I got to kill you, Negro. Please stop saying that. If I tell you, I got to kill you. Well, then you know, tell him. Tell him. I'm I'm anxious to tell somebody so I can get something else. I I want God to pour out something fresh and new on me. You know, I'm not going to hold on, you know. I know preachers, man, that they, they the, the Lord bless them with a nice little sermon, and, and, and they they won't preach it at their church. They want to wait till they get the spotlight. They want to wait till T.D. Jakes and Creflo Dollar call them so that they can preach it there and expand their territory and all that. I'm like, man, look, he gave it to you today. You got to preach tonight. That's why you got. That's why he gave it to you. Unload it. Do what you got to do, you know. Everybody wants to be that uh, that that little fish in that big pond. But, man, come on. You can just drop it like it's hot and see when God drops something else on you. And, and that's the way we are. Man. We're so busy holding what we have, we won't share it. You know, how did you get the way you are? How did you get that truck? How did you get that van? Where did you get that chair from? How did you decorate that thing? What's, what statues did you have to, to keep? What were your limitations? What did this cost you? Educate me, man, so that I can do this thing. So that I can do this thing. And then once you've educated me, now you can go on to the next level and do something different. But we're so, oh, my God. That's one thing about crabs. Look at their hands, man. The claws, whatever you want to look at. Man, they, they ain't good for nothing but holding on to some, something or somebody. Man, we got to, we got to, man, it's it's not that like hard. I, we make it it's not. Uh, like I said, we teachers or leeches. Which one? <laughs> That's it. Teachers or leeches. Well, well. When you, you said something, man, and, and, and I swear, man, you, you it was like you were just talking to me, bro, because I can I can testify and admit I know they're saying the same thing. The moment the moment I gave that information up, that brother t- called me the next day and said, Look here, cuz I thank you, man. He said, 
I regret not having OGs growing up, man. I regret it because this game right here that you just gave me, gave me, not sold me, not, bro, I'm talking about took the time to write everything down. And I said, listen, when you get here, if you need my peoples, let me know. You get here, you need my peoples, let me know. Mm-hmm. He said, cuz, I regret. Soon as, soon as he said that, I, I had another candlelight. He just went, went right up my hind paw. That, that thing just, just, Lord, look at here. I got on the horn, called Miss Quick. And she said, that's a good idea. Here we go again. Off to the races. Yes, sir. That's the way it works, man. You gotta, you know, God, God can't feel it if you already got it filled. Come on, every day we ought to empty out. You know, matter of fact, when we die, brother, we should die empty. We should die to where I'm tired of recipes it all and benches and, and all inventions the things in the cemetery, man. Give it away. Give it away. And guess what? Why are you going to charge somebody for it? God gave it to you. He didn't charge you nothing. So, you know, why don't you give it? You give it. And when you give it, guess what? God will continuously give uh, back to you. And what I love is God's hand is bigger than yours. So what you're giving away doesn't compare to what you're about to receive. Um, you know, I don't know, man. We, we've got, we've including myself, we've got, we've got work to do. And that's why I can't sit around waiting to gain respect, man. I, I've got to, you know, um, it's one thing for folk to respect me, but, man, does God respect you? I mean, literally, he asked, he started talking about this man named Job, and he said Job was an upright man. He was almost perfect. God was bragging on us. Can God brag on us, man? I mean, you know, we want respect from the white man. Can we get respect from the G-man, the big man, God himself? Do we have his respect? Can he trust us mm. with idea, with a blessing, with a miracle? You know, that that's the key to it right there. If God ain't giving you anything, maybe he can't trust you right now. Maybe you got the wrong mentality, but I'm telling you, if we ever get to where God can trust us, brother, we can go somewhere then. We can go somewhere. I don't have to hide my hand, man. You see exactly what I'm doing. Um, I watch see exactly what I'm doing. I, I watch my mother cook all the time, and then I know exactly what she put in there. But at the end of the day, I can cook it just like she cooked it, but it don't taste like hers. <laughs> you ain't talking mm. to me, man. You don't taste like no, nah, no. Nah, that's my twin. My twin to cook. My twin to cook. I told you I was. I'm that. I'm that. I'm that hot. I'm that hot dog maker. Yeah. That's all I got. Right okay, I can't even talk to you. I need to talk to him then, man. He know my twin making about. potato salad, the that's macaroni and cheese, that's all that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> got to cover. Got to cover. <laughs> That's Ban- banana pudding. Listen, uh-huh. listen. Oh, all I can do is go in there, and I'm telling you, bro. I spread Miracle Whip on a slice of bread like nobody business. Come on, man. <laughs> man, come on, man. Who? <laughs> <laughs> listen, bro. <laughs> hey, I know my. I know my. I know my lane. It ain't it, bro. <laughs> That ain't it, man. That ain't it. Boy, me in the grocery store, boy, we are years apart. I go in there and still get lost with a list. Wow. 
Wow. Too many options. It is too many options. There's too many <laughs> options. I'd be over there in, hey. in the doggone applesauce aisle because I've seen this in the house before. Is this what she meant? Listen, bro. Listen, man. I'm trying to tell you. I promise mm. you. She, she said me. At, she'd be like, go, go get ginger ale and cranberry juice. That's it. That's it. And one time I came back with with, with, with ginger ale, cranberry juice. I mean, gin, uh, cranberry ginger ale. Listen, bro. Listen. That ain't that ain't my thing. I promise. Yeah, you. You said you, you said you said the slow lane, all right? Don't even get in that fast lane over there. No, no, the slow lane bro. Over there. Yeah. Listen, bro, I'm talking about where the golf cart's at. You hear me? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about where the people be power walking. You know, the old people oh, power walking, that's that's the lane I'm in. Oh, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, you need to stay. To the left, here, to the left. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that to the big boys, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie to you. But when it comes down to the respect, I respect mm-hmm. that that my twin is the cook. He's the chef. I respect that. That's the doc. I respect that. You I, did? You. I respect that the business go get it and get it. I respect that. So I stay yeah, out the yeah. way. Listen, she said, can you get that box in? What is it? It's my turkey fryer. Yes, ma'am. That's all I think I do is just lift the boxes. There you go. There you there go. You <laughs> <laughs> and then I complain about that. Listen, these this muscles for 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 looking, not for lifting. <laughs> Y'all look something else, man. Y'all something else. <laughs> but again, we just gotta know our lane, man. We gotta respect that we gotta pass the dollars. You know, that's the only way. I I believe that we're really and truly be satisfied in our mission. All this stuff trying to because if somebody white man come along and say, Hey, you know what? We respect you. Is that really gonna change how we sleep at night? Does that mean we don't gotta get up and go to work tomorrow? Like wh- really what does that do for us? To your point, Pastor, what does that do for us? Absolutely nothing. But the moment we respect ourselves, <laughs> matter of fact, I'm gonna open the door, hold the door for you, Mr. White Man, because I respect myself. No, that doesn't mean that that you're better than me. That just means that I'm truly better than you. But I'm gonna humble myself and let you on there. But you know, though, really. We laugh, but, you know, you just gave out, in essence, the uh, the recipe or the plan that God wants us to follow. Listen, man, Uh-oh. if we learn to respect not only each other, but respect each other's gifting, okay, if, um, if if you're the one to build the building, that's great. But when it comes down to cooking, let let, let twin handle that. Let the brother handle mm-hmm. it. But maybe I'm the one to deliver the food. If everybody operates in their gifting, man, if everybody just do what they do, if I respect your gift, you respect my gift, and, brother, we can get something done then. We don't have to duplicate what the other person is doing. All we got to do is operate in the gifting and the anointing God gave us. You know, do our thing, man. I Listen, uh, on, I'm somebody. not going to go to the Everybody cooking, who delivering it? 
Talk that's to what him, I'm pal. talking about, Come man. On. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's the thing. We got to find our spot, man. Work your place. Work. Do what you do, man. You know, God gave the Bible to everybody a gift. And when you operate yeah. in your gift and pass it on to the I next man, he do his thing. Now we're making a difference, brother. Now we're making a difference. Come on. Now we're well, making a talk. difference. That's what it's all about, man. You you just, man, come on, man. It is not hard, brother. Just because, you know, you know, when I stand up on Sunday morning, you know, folk like, man, you got it going on, you this, you got But you don't understand, it was my wife that uh, picked up the clothes from the cleaner. It was my wife that laid everything out, made it look like nice. It was my son that was recording back there that made it made me sound good. It was talking to you guys that gave me the idea to to lift it up. There's somebody else out there that's got the light just right. Y'all ain't talking to me, man. It takes everybody. It takes everybody. Come on. That's right. So if I'm in the spotlight, who's the one that's got the start, controlling the light that's turned on? See, we got to make mm. sure, man, do your thing. Do you. And if we ever learn to do that, man, and appreciate what he's doing, man, if he's making the potato salad, man, look, the only thing you could do is just bring the potatoes out. The, out the, uh, you unload the truck. That's all you're doing. But, man, do that thing, brother. Do it. Boy, you better do talk it. to do him. It. You know, and don't don't feel bad because you ain't the one to go to the store and pick it up. There got to be somebody to even plant the potatoes. Man, it takes everybody. And when we learn to work together, my brother, that's when we can make a difference. That's when you can see lives and generations impacted. See, we ain't got to fight with each other. There's enough for everybody. There's enough for everybody. I'm telling you, brother, there's enough for everybody. And that works. I don't care if you're talking about sports. Uh, a major corporation, a church, a business, on a sports team, your most successful uh, teams are the ones that understand, okay, Mr. Jordan goes Everybody got a role. That's right. Rodney going to get all the rebounds. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. And you just, everybody play in their, stay in their lane, man. And before you know it, you got an unstoppable force. That's just mm. the way it works, man. I don't, I don't cook, but I know pepper don't fight with salt. I know that. I know sugar and flour no, no. don't fight each other. Everybody hmm. serves a purpose. Everything serves a purpose. The salt don't say, "Well, I'm the I'm the leavening. I'm I gotta make this cake rise." No, the salt say up there and say, "No, nah, I'm gonna stay right where I belong." Hmm. Brother, you got we gotta find our spot and stay in it, man. There's something God created us for, man. Let's find it and stop trying to duplicate what's gonna make the most money or give us the most. You know, uh, spotlight or whatever, man. Do what God created you to do, and do it with pride, man. Do it with pride. Do your thing, and uh, at the end of the day, man, we all successful. Everybody's happy, and God's glorified. Or you better talk, twin. Come on, man. Cause boy, Pastor, Pastor, going to sit down. I'm gonna see. I'm the one that's backstage keeping everybody from running on the stage. Cause you just said something. I know that's right. I was gonna let that sermon down. Dinner man, dinner though. He ain't here because I was on mute. I said, "Come on, pastor." Man, I ain't sat down. I ain't sat yet. Good thing I got these doggone headphones on, man. I ain't sat down yet. I mean, pastor was right in everything he said. You know, everybody got a role. You don't have to do what somebody else is doing. Find what you do great. And be great at that. You say I'm great at cooking. I'm not about to step out there and cut nobody here. That ain't my angle. That ain't my role. I ain't even trying to do that. That's you. That's my brother twin. That's my. That's you all day long. You know, everybody got a role in everything that they do. 
how they get there, how they got the knowledge, how they arrived there. Hey, if you want the knowledge, then, hey, it's here for me to share it to you. Like Pastor was saying, you can't make room for more, really, trying to hold on to everything that you have. I can't, you know, I can hold on to all the knowledge, but if someone wants to learn how to make macaroni and cheese and I don't tell them, what good am I? Why, why would I hold that to myself? You know, if they're willing and want to gain the knowledge, then pass the knowledge on, and that's being effective. You never know how that may help them in life in general. You know what I'm saying? Learning how to be structured, learning how to follow instructions, follow directions, learning how to make something on your own. You don't know how that may do to somebody's confidence to give them the pride, to give them respect and say, hey, if I could do this, then what else can I apply the skill set of actually following instructions, doing these things? Where else can I apply this into my life? It doesn't have to be in cooking. It could be in focusing to do something else for a business. Let me get the information and the knowledge, write everything down and see what steps I need to take to start a business, uh, to gain knowledge about this, to help pursue anything you want to do. Like I said, it's all about having pride and respect in yourself, to gain the knowledge, to, to be better, and be better to give, like I said, the Bible said, better to give than receive. It's better to give the knowledge. It's better to share what you have. And when you get to a certain place, reach back. Bring that person up with you. Don't ever think that when you get there, it's all about you at that particular point. Because it's not. You got there for a reason. God placed you there for a reason. God didn't place you there just to be up on that mountain by yourself and leave everybody behind you and you looking down at everybody. God placed you there so that you're in a position now to help others. You're in a position now to bring others with you. Jesus never left the multitude and left the disciples hanging. Jesus had everybody going with him to and fro. It's the thing of, hey, if I'm going, I'm trying to go up. If you got the mindset to go up, then I'm here to help you go up with me. As long as you ain't pulling me down, then let's go in the right direction. And you know what, truthfully, even if you're pulling me down, you could be slowing me down for a reason. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Remember now, everything, everything, you know, we even even the things that doesn't go right in our eyes is still a blessing from God. He's saving us and protecting us from something. You dig? So, and and the way I see it is that you probably slowing me down for a reason because I was missing something because I was moving too fast. I was blue flaming. Maybe I was going to run out of gas. Talking to the brother, he said he want to start a T-shirt business. Oh, you know what? I have one. I'm going to help you out. We're not competitors. No, because some things I can't get to that you can. Another sister, here you go. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk to you. We go subcontract. We go work this thing out. We all can work together. All of us can work together because there's, there's, there's enough material out here for everybody. There's enough money out here for everybody. Everybody has ideas that they want to express on their garments. You can do this. Mm-hmm. I got you. I said, mine aside, I got you. That's that's their gift. <laughs> oh my goodness! Go ahead, Pastor. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I nah, you. Like, I see you over there jumping around like this, like 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 this double dutch. Come on and get in these ropes, man. No, nah, man, I don't need to get in there, brother. Y'all doing what's got to be done. You, you're speaking the language we all need to hear. If this don't motivate, man, this has got me, like, 
you done stirred up my, my oil, man. I feel, man, that something is happening, brother. Let me tell you something. You just said something about when you go through something, you know, earlier you said you don't go through it for yourself and all of that. You know, whenever you're going to do something, Twin said it. He said, you know, the Lord, when he does something, he don't do it by himself. He was taking his disciples along. It was on one side of the sea, and the Bible said he said, uh, let us go to the other side. That's what he said, let us go to the other side, something simple. And yet still, in the middle of it, you just found the key right there. The middle of it, the storm came up, but guess what? They had forgotten. They're trying to figure it out and work it out. But he said, let us go. I'm going with you. And just like when Mm. we get to the other side, guess what? I'm going to be with you. But even in the storm, I'm still with you. Man, we got to understand, the, the, the journey is the most important part because that's where we learn everything that we need to learn, man. And so we just got to understand, man, we're not in this thing alone. God made a promise that, you know, that, that blesses me and scares me to no end. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. In other words, I'm always mm. with you. It scares mm. me because when I do something I ain't got no business doing, I'm like, dang, you're right right you uh. doing that. But then it blesses me when I get myself in trouble. I'm like, look, I got a tag team partner, and I used to watch wrestling, and I used to watch men get mm. beat, get the brakes beat off of them. But if they could make it to the corner and just tag that other hand, the other man come over the top man. work. And start doing work, man. And that's the way it is, man. You may be knocked down, but just make it back to your corner. You got somebody in your corner. My God, mm. what a what a what a what a partner you do. What a fighter you got. That's what I'm that talking is. about, bro. This partner can do something, man. So that's what it's going to take, man, to realize, you know, not only do we have God, but we got each other, brother. We got each other. I got you. I got you. Mm. Guess what? You need somebody to park that car? I got you. Brother say you need macaroni? I got you. You need somebody to pick up the potato? I got you. And when we do that, we got everything covered, man. We got everything. God made sure he gave everybody a gift, and he made sure that he spread those gifts out so that nothing would be lacking. Nothing would be lacking. And when we operate in that, man, there is no lack. Everybody is. It ain't no when I come up, I'm already up. When I get there, we up. got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when I get there, we got there. When you get there, we got there. We're there, brother. No, that. We're, we're, we're there. there. Yeah, man. We're there. That's, that's what it's all about, man. And, and, and when I get there, I'm not thinking for a second, you know, hey, this brother only chipped in uh, one day. Mm-mm. No, it don't work like that, man. I couldn't have done it without like him. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking Boy. about. I told you about the Mexicans that's working next door, the Hispanic brothers, the six of them, man. They done put up a building, got the roof on it, got it framed up on the outside. And I promise you, whenever they do the ribbon cutting on this beautiful building, you will not see those Mexicans anywhere. The mayor, the council, everybody's dead. The newspapers, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. Amazing. But they don't understand you couldn't have had this had it not been for those Mexicans out there in the rain with that nail gun doing work. But they don't get the credit for it. But they got the pride in knowing, you know what, we did it. Now we move on to the next job. And that's what we got to do, man. Stick together. Stick together, brother. Stick together. Take I'm going to tell you something, man. You're going to laugh at this, Pastor. Talk so to you're me. You're going to laugh at this. I'm, I'm open up the shop. You got to say, man, doing something major. We're going to have the folk come do a ribbon cutting ceremony. What? We have news. I say, no, nah, I'm good on that. He said, what you mean? I said, because they ain't do none of this shit. All oh, this is God, bro. I walked away. That was the end of that. Uh-huh. The end of that. 
I don't. I can't take credit for this. No sir. No yeah, sir. Who? <laughs> no goodness. I, listen, from 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 day one, I've been saying that from the beginning. Ain't none of this mine. Ain't none of this my doing. Wow. I don't know nobody in San Antonio. I don't know nobody mm-hmm. over here and over there. Nobody. So for these folk to come, oh, that means that uh, somebody else had them them sent for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, man, man. Uh-oh. So, uh-oh, let's take this new caller. 7244. Good evening. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? Oh, we're good. Thank you. That's great. That's great. That's great. Um, I just, I'm just tuning in on the discussion. I, I I saw the topic of the show, but I'm not sure, guys, where you cur- where you guys currently were within the discussion. We we still we 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 have well uh, the consensus that I've had is that we we want the respect personally, but yeah. we also not demanding respect from anybody because we respect oh. ourselves. So what if you somebody else respects us? Don't really amount to a hill of beans. We're not looking for validation. No reparation. We make our own. Right, right, right. And and I can and I can uh and I can say that. I can uh, definitely uh agree with you and that is the def you know, definitely the, the revolutionaries um path. Um, but we are one in this current society, even though how much we are revolutionary, we still have to deal within, you know, the system. We have to still engage with money and things of that nature. So in that case, if they get to cut some checks, you know, I think, I think you know, we, we should be just do. I think even looking at platforms such as yourself, if they're saying that, hey, they're going to be $500,000 allotted to all, you know, African descendants, you know that's a great thing for you to take your, uh, you know, take your platform to the next level. You understand? If you know they grant, so I, I think, you know, if they there was something to that magnitude, but I'm not looking for the person that slapped my grandmother in the face, that kicked my granddaddy in the butt, that beat my daddy down, that came into my house and stole. I'm not looking for an apology for him. And even oh, if geez. he does give us something. Even if he does give us something, I think we should be, uh, you know, definitely very speculative and, and have a leery eye. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely with your do-it-yourself program, um, you know, but I am also one that I am still in the system. You understand? We still have to maneuver. I know some of the hardest pro-black revolutionaries, the majority of them are still in the system. So we have to utilize these things, even if you have a nine to five, not saying you're going to go and dance like Uncle Tom, but you're going to utilize those resources to now help you sustain the quality of life that you want to see, whether it be you're opening up your black-owned business or whether you're opening up your own African-centered school. These are things that, you know, we need resources for. So, hey, if they got them, go ahead and get them. But when you get it, you know, don't uh, – don't trick it off. Don't go back and you know. Don't go and give it right give back, back to him. Right, well, right. That's, I agree that's with the main you. Thing. I agree with you. Now, right. I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Right now, the, yes, the popular thing is 23 and Me. Right. Uh huh. How many of uh-huh. them do you think will all of a sudden 
I have one sixteenth black in me or African or whatever you want to call it. Right, I'm pretty so sure. So do you think I'm you're going sure. do you think you're gonna get that, that truth or do you think now it's just gonna be watered down because right. this guy who right. was a Klansman, now all of a sudden because he got a little money, he's one sixteenth black so he can get part of this reparation. Right, 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 right. And I and I, I do feel like it should be a um a way cuz you know that there was there there were uh records. You understand? I, I think I think even when you're looking at I think it's going to be have, have to be more than just the, the 23 and me. You know, because you can be African, you can be African, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, your 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 uh people were slaves. You know, I know for me in particular, my granddad is 91 years old. Okay, so when you're talking about how old slavery was, he was that he was there. We can understand that, right? That's close to 100 years ago. Okay, so he can he can recall the stories. He can he can actually uh, our last name comes from uh, a, a local city that's that's close to our um, you know close to our city. And the stories that my grandfather tells is that. You know that that there were slaves that would come pick us up from one side of town and then bring us, and therefore, you know, we our last name is is named after that city. So, um, you know that you know I think it's going to be very important. Like in some family lineages, you have people that are keeping records. You have people that are interested in doing those things, and I don't think just because you get a damn check that that should make you compelled to go. I think this is this should be something natural. Right, that you are remembering your ancestors. Of course, this is what the Europeans do. They do it so much that they um they have our children remembering their ancestors. They have they have our children knowing all about all of the great war vets in 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 their opinion, right? And then our children don't know there's this thing coming out. They having this protest in Baltimore, saying that hey, it's unfair. You never taught us about our side. You never taught us about our education. So now it is up to us to now keep this track record. Of course, the person that slapped you, your grandmother, your grandfather in the face, he's not going to, nor should he when we look at it. So it is up to us to, to definitely get down to the – and I don't. I think it's going to be a lot more complex than a 23andMe, in my opinion. Well, I was just using that as, as an example. Um, but, no, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I you, do – But you were right. I do. But you were right. You're right. I believe that when it comes to coming you know, our 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 families, it's not necessarily. I don't. You can keep you can keep your money, you dig? Because that's just a, a pacifier. You know what I mean? We got to get out here and do our own. We got to help build our own. We don't. I, I don't need handouts. I I need the knowledge. I need the truth. And like Pastor was saying earlier, the truth is what what I can stand on because the truth will set you free, biblically speaking. Pastor, you want to touch on what, what the brother was just saying? Right. Yeah. It's, it's 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 the Creator has bestowed upon us. You know, one 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 thing that I found out, man, is that the Creator, the great Creator, bestowed upon us to be the greatest of the greatest of people that this world has ever seen. You understand these civilizations in which we see now that have 
been around for like some hundreds of years, our civilizations lasted way far longer than that, for thousands of years. And, you know, they put us in the we'll put it being put in a place where we basically don't have any knowledge of who we are. Therefore we lack the pride. Therefore we lack a level of integrity and a level of organic integrity that is due us. Therefore we're still fighting, saying, Hey, we have a right to live. But at the end of the day, like you're saying, we can't depend on this system. You understand? Just because you go to work every day, you know, even if you don't take the reparations check, you know, we got people that still go to work nine to five every day, right? You're still getting paid by the government. You're getting paid by the system. So the thing is, is that you're going to utilize those funds, those resources to help cultivate yourself and people that look like you. So even if we did get some reparations check, put 10 of us at the table, rather than 10 of us going out to a strip club and making it go rain, 10 of us come together and open up a company open up a business, and this is, you know, this is the thing that we need to have in place is the correction of our mind, having our mind in, in the right place as it relates to being productive because that's what the creator is putting us. The, the creator is putting this thing upon us where we're going to constantly get our butts kicked as we should until we go back to the drawing board and say, hey, this is what we haven't been doing the whole time. This white man is a white man that comes out of a cave. Right? He's a cave. He's a cave beast, the Caucasoid. Right? He's that guy. So now he has become to a he come to a place where he's ruling us and have us and he has us here. And we are the originators. We are the creators that did it. So the creator is putting us on that mission, smacking us in our face, telling telling us, Go back and find yourself. Get yourself together and come back to the drawing board. Okay, twin. What's your thoughts? Yeah, like I said, what we're going through right now is like you were in the present time where this is a time to self-reflect on who you are. And as we've been talking about respecting everything, um, respect goes a long way, but you still have to first respect yourself. And like you said, even if you get a reputation check, if you just go flirt and flirt at the strip club. How are you really doing anything for it that someone can respect your decision-making and how you're handling that particular situation? Like I said earlier, if money comes in your hand easy, it's going to go out your hand easy. But if you actually work for it and take the time to invest in yourself to actually earn the money, you have a different mindset on how you spend it or how reckless you may try to spend the money. You may not go and just splurge the money because you knew what it took to earn it. Um, like I said, with respect, you, if you respect yourself, you have the knowledge based on who you are, you can have that pride and self-confidence in yourself no matter where you are or where your room you're going to or anything that you may encounter. You have that respect in yourself knowing who you are. Like I said, it still starts with you. This time period we're in, it's the time to actually take a look at yourself, uh, reflect, um, see where you may be weak in areas and maybe become strong. Um, Utilize the time that you're in right now to put yourself in the best situation possible, both mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. You take this time to self-reflect, self-aware. Uh, do a self-assessment on you um, in order to help better you, but a better you also helps 
better somebody else. Like you, we were saying earlier, what we go through in life sometimes is not just for us. It's for you to also help somebody else at the same time. So, you know, as we're going through this, you gain more respect in yourself. You can also help somebody else along their journey that can help them if they're having issues with low self-esteem or if they're having issues with learning how to respect themselves and what way can they do it and uh, help them in areas where they are weak become strong. I agree, my brother. Uh, Pastor, you still with us? Yes, sir. I'm listening. What's your thoughts? Well, to just, uh, I guess, combine what the both of them have said, you know, now is the time for us to prepare ourselves. You know, the the brother that, that dialed in, I was talking about, you know, um, th- that seat at the table. The question is, are we prepared to sit at the table? Um, when I was a, uh, younger in my mom's house, I remember her, she would call and say, dinner's ready. I'd run in from playing basketball, run to the table and sit down and she would say, uh-uh, go wash your hands. I'd get up from my table, I'd go wash the hands, I'd run back in there, water dripping from my hand. She said, no, go in there and dry them. I'd go dry them, I'd come back, I'd sit back at the table. She'd say, say your blessing. In other words, there had to be a standard at the table. There had to be a standard. And a lot of times we're not at the table because we're not prepared to be there. But now is the time to get ourselves together. Now is the time to get rid of the crab mentality. Now is the time to stop making it rain and start making it plain. You know, now is the time to just position ourselves and prepare ourselves to be uh, at that table, you know. And we don't have to get at anybody else's table. Let's build our own table. But at least let's know how to act when we get there. Let's know how to act when we get there. Let's know how to handle it when we get there. Let's make sure that we can do something uh, more than just talk about uh, sports or entertainment, that we can talk business, you know, and things of that nature. So now is a good time to, to, um, uh, you know, um, uh, 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 allow ourselves to be prepared, you know, for what's to come. And I know how it is. Most of us don't like preparation. We don't like preparation at all because it's uncomfortable. Because in order to be prepared, there's some things we got to let go of, and there's some things that's got to be taken from us. But once we're prepared and we get to that table, you know, once we get there, come on, y'all, we should never leave there again. Let's just let's just make sure that we're ready for, uh, you know, what God has for us. You know, He's put greatness on the inside of us. I believe that He's going to. Uh, Give us tremendous opportunity, and maybe, uh, maybe part of it will come from reparations. I don't know, but whatever it comes, God is not going to give the vision without giving the provision for it. And so, whatever it is, man, let's just make sure that we're prepared. Just don't get to the table and don't have anything to add to the conversation. Let's let's get there and make sure that we can talk to talk and walk to walk and do the things that's necessary to uh, pull somebody else up. So I'm loving what y'all are saying, man. It's just, you know, uh, I'm, it's, it's blessing me tonight. I am just blessed to hear um, all the ideas and the thoughts and things of that nature, man. I am so blessed. A lot of this I did not know, man, and you guys are uh, are sharing, and I'm sitting here and gobbling it all up. I really am. So thank you guys. Well, only thing I'm trying to do is is really uh, 
let's just come up with a blueprint, with a plan, so that way we can go out and execute. Um, everybody has a role, you know. Like we said before, you know, you speak to the mass. You know, I speak to the individuals, but we still have the same mission at the end of the day. Um, I've always believed that for me, for me, I don't really know the destination, but I love the journey. I, I love the journey. You know, you got these people that go around and hike around the country. They just go and uh, we'll sleep when we sleep or we'll sit down when we sit down. We'll stop when we stop. But with every step, it's it's a new adventure. And I think that that's the part, that's where I'm at with this thing. I'm just trying to enjoy the steps, you know what I mean, because it's progression towards the right direction. And now I got my brothers coming along with me because if I start getting tired and slumping over, you know, that walking stick only go do so much. But if I got my brother's shoulder to lean on to, to carry me a little bit or jump out in front of me because it's a snake curled up under those leaves over there, you you dig what I mean? Like, all that's, that's what we need. That's the important part that we overlook. We need each other. And it may be white, it may be black, it may be whatever. We need. Only thing, obviously, we didn't need was dinosaurs because they're not here now. But you have white people here. So, obviously, God left them here for a reason. What's your thoughts about that? Pastor, you still with me? Twin. I, I agree with you. You know, um, it, it, what you really described talked about faith. You know, you're on a journey. You don't know where the destination is, but you're believing in God by faith that he's going to lead you to where he wants you to be. And he knows where you want to be, but he's leading you through a journey that is preparing you for the place and the plateau that he's taking you. And he's preparing you to be able to sit at the table, to know how to handle and deal with yourself or handle yourself when you're sitting at that table and you arrive at the destination that he's preparing you for. And I think that's where faith comes in. You know, you lean and depend on God for, well, for me, for everything. <laughs> you know, it's everything, every single day. You know, you depend on God for not just food and sustenance, but you depend on God for peace for protection, for uh, to help you get through the day, sustain you. Um, you know, if you're depending on God for these things on a daily basis and you know the vision and plan that you have for yourself, you're believing that what I'm going through now is going to pay off once that destination comes. When God allows that door to open for me, I want to be ready. I want to be in the right position and right place uh, to be able to walk through the door, you know, and with God leading and directing, you're not going to get there too early. You're not going to get there too late. You're going to be there right on time. But he's preparing you throughout the whole process that you're going through. So enjoy the journey. Like you said, we was talking about um, if you're trying to go up and people are going up, somebody may be there to pull you down. That could be a part of your journey, you know, because where you're going, you have to deal with people like that. So all that you deal with along the journey, the good, the bad, the ups and downs, it's a preparation. 
for when you arrive at the table, at the destination that he's preparing you for, you know what to do. You know what to handle. And things won't surprise or shock you because God took you through that and prepared you for it. So it's not going to come as a surprise. You're not going to be overwhelmed and feel like, uh, I wasn't ready for this. You're going to have the confidence and the pride and the respect in yourself and the journey to say, I have the confidence to hold my head high. I have the confidence that no matter what comes at me, I know that I will be able to handle it and deal with it because God's your word that you'll never put no more on me than I can bear. So whatever I'm going through, I know I can bear it. I just don't know it yet. So when you go through things and you go through situations, it builds confidence in yourself. It builds faith in God. It builds your mentality. It builds you spiritually um, to say, you know, hey, the journey's coming. You know, I'm on this journey, but God, I know at the end of the day, as long as I got you, I'm going to be all right. Like I have to say, you're the best tag team partner you can have. Like you said, when you're on the journey and you just need a brother to help, put, put your head on and help you if the cane is not helping you, hey, God is there. Or God put a person in your life to be there to help hold you up when you feel like you can't go on anymore to help. Say, hey, now nah, I'm not going to let you quit. I'm not going to let you give up. You done came too far, and if you can handle what you've been through, you can still make it now. And that's where you build that confidence. You build that respect. You build that pride. You build that self-esteem. You build that encouragement in yourself. And then you can, in turn, build that and create that and help develop that in other people because I've been through the process, I know what you're going through, and I probably went through what I went through just so I could help you right now. Mm. Okay, we're going to sit Pastor back on now. He, he got quiet on us. He did. Oh, no, I'm here. I'm listening, man. Let that brother keep talking. Well, I don't need to say a word. He's got, he's, he's got it covered as far as I'm concerned, man. The, the journey... And the people that are on that journey with you, man, is that's part of the development. And I just love that part. And up to this point, a lot of us have been so concerned about the destination. We don't appreciate the journey. And then a lot of us have been on the journey by ourselves, and God never intended for us to be that way. He, This is where character and integrity, this is where... Um, this this is where we're made, man. This is this is what prepares us for the table. This is what keeps us wherever it is that he's gonna take us. You know, if you don't go through something, man, you know, we don't like to go through. I know I don't, but it's it's necessary. I heard Quick say that he enjoys the journey and um I'm glad he does, man, and I I, I understand the journey. I don't enjoy it yet, but I've got to learn to embrace it. I've got to learn to understand, look, brother, this is what gets you there. You know, it's not, you know, it's step by step. And every step, you never know what's going to be around the next corner. But, you know, and the people that's on that journey with you, man, that's, oh, that's so important. That's so important. And that's why, again, I said that I'm being blessed by you guys tonight, man, because it's just um I don't know. You guys have no idea, man. Uh, what, what's, 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 what's shaking on inside of me now? I am so blessed, you know, just so, so blessed to hear, you know, what you guys are saying, man. It's just um, speaking volumes to me. So that's why I said, let this brother talk, man. He, he's, he's, he's on it. He is. That's my twin, man. So twin, go ahead and uh, I'm gonna rock out, man, because. 
I just know that it, it it wouldn't be a journey without you, my brother. So you go ahead on and and, and close it on that because Pastor done gave you the okay. Uh, but uh, Pastor was right though, you know, and and agreeing with him wholeheartedly is the people, the people on the journey. It sometimes you you look back and just see, and you're grateful to God because God placed people in your life for the journey. God placed people mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he knew that a day and time was going to come that that person you were going to need and that person was going to need you and you were going to need each other to help get through something, to help build mm-hmm. something, to help encourage each other to do something, to help share things with each other that you were going to need, that he could need. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how God works and how God put people in your life and I tell people all the time that a lot of people that I'm close to are not my blood family, but I look at them as my blood family because I know mm-hmm. that there's a connection that God has aligned people in my life. And of course there are people in your life who are seasonal. So you have to understand that as well, but there are also some people that God placed in your life to be there, to be that pillar, to be that stone, to be that, to be that rock. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes the journey can get rough. <laughs> you know, sometimes that journey can beat you down, and it can wear you down, and it can make you feel like you're ready to give up. You're ready to throw up your hands. You're ready to throw in a towel and say, you know what? I don't know if I want to even keep going anymore. But sometimes you get a text. You'll get a phone call. You know, you'll get that somebody can feel you, and you'll get that encouragement that you need to say, you know what? I can make it. You know what? I know what they've been through. I know what I know what obstacles they've had to overcome. They're still holding their head high. You know, that gives you encouragement. And sometimes it's just that. And that's why God put people in your life to say, Hey, always know I'm here, but I've also got people in your life as well that's assigned to you to help you, that's gonna encourage you, that's gonna support you. Mm. Your dreams will come to pass and at the end of the day they're gonna be there. And those are the people you need in your life. Those are the people you want respect from. Those are the people you want to to hold close, to gather around you, because you know that they're moving in the right direction, and they're not going to let you slow down. They're not going to let you give up. They're going to support you. They're going to encourage you. And and that's the whole thing. That's all it is about respect. But God got it. God got you. And God placed the people in your life to make you enjoy this journey more than you could ever expect. And that's why I appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate you, bro. Man, listen, bro. I can't. Uh, I mean, I. It all happened. It's it's all divine, like you said. You know, uh, you got people there for a season, and it's some, definitely they definitely there for a reason. You dig? You may not mm-hmm. know what it is. Yeah. I promise you, they they they're not just there. You got to tap in yeah. and understand. The problem is we don't we don't talk. We don't talk about the problems. We don't talk about the good stuff. We don't talk about what we need. We gotta. We gotta. Our pride is in the wrong. On the wrong side of the spectrum. You know what I mean? You got pride in yourself, and then you got pride that's going to bring detriment. You, you you see what I mean? So, for me, if I'm going through it, Pastor, look, bro. Hey, man, I need you. You know, hey, he he see that he see that 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 Bible with that P up in the air, that like like the Batman light. 
listen, he called me ASAP. Bro, what's what's going on? Listen, man. <laughs> listen, man. And then, you know, I get that prayer. That's that's what you need every time somebody comes. And even you, you know, we we build and we talk and, you know, I'll unload and, and I'll give it back to you, especially when it's something that, that you want to do as far as business. I might not know too much, but when it comes to this, this business thing, I might know that. So we all serve a purpose for each other. And like you said, just because we don't share the same blood, like you and pastor, but by relation, sound like brothers to me. Hell, y'all, y'all talk alike, think alike. Y'all both y'all talking about cooking. I don't know. He might be your twin. I'm just saying. It just, it just, it's <laughs> God have a way of of connecting, of making connections. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. And, and truthfully, I don't see, I don't see this season ending because as long as is God in the mix? There's no ending of the season. The weather might change. It might be some storms we got to weather, but I don't see the season ending. I'm, that's just my thoughts. You know, I don't know too much. <laughs> I hear you, Pastor. I hear you, that chuckling, man. Nah, I just listen, brother. That's all. I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm in, I'm just I'm just listening. But one thing that I do know is through this through this entire process through this journey, um, I respect everybody's roles and I y'all play a huge role whether you know it or not in my life in this journey. Even pastor, from the first conversation we had to now, you know I see the maturation. Mm. Um. <laughs> right, right. I, I got a got a pause right there for a little bit. Uh, I see, I see it, and I'm 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 thankful, of course, to God number one, but to you, my brother, and and my twin, because he's he's on the other end, bro. He, he bring it up the rear. He closing in on the six. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all, man. Likewise, man. Yes, sir. Love you, brother. Man, listen. If there was another level for love, man, I think that's what it would be, bro. I don't even, I don't even, uh, I think it's beyond that, bro. Truthfully, you know, like I said, I, I trade in a whole lot of people I share blood with. <laughs> for one of y'all, I, I trade it, bro. Listen, man, I trade it in. I ain't gonna say I put them on that tree, but I damn so uh I them off. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, God I got to forgive me for that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. But we know the plan. We we know we know, like I said, the consensus of we, we want. We need to respect ourselves. We need to respect from ourselves. We don't need validation or acknowledgement from someone else because we have truth. And like you said, Pastor, the truth to set us free. That's where your words. That's where our peace comes from. 
that's the reason why we can walk around dignified with our head is held high because we know we have truth. And our truth is factual because it can be proven. That's that's something to hold your hat on. That's something to be mm-hmm. proud of. I appreciate you for pointing that out tonight because a lot of people needed to hear it just like that. Don't seek validation from anyone else because we don't know their true intentions, if it's genuine or not. But the truth, because it can be, it's factual, it can be proven, that's enough for us, should be enough for us to respect ourselves. And then respect our brothers because that's the godly thing to do. If we respect ourselves, we got to respect others, right? Absolutely. Man, listen, listen, y'all, y'all have done something tonight. Y'all got this fire lit, you know. Uh, man, I don't know, I don't know what to say, other than it's time to get to work. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. But everybody who's listening, if you don't have a supporting team uh, like these brothers I got, you might need to revamp your plan. That's all I'm saying. You might want to get down and pray a little harder to God because talk to your people because I'm sure somebody got you like these brothers got us. So that's all I'm going to say. If everybody hearts and mind clear, Pastor, you go ahead and do your thing, man. Twin, your heart and mind clear? Heart and mind clear, Twin. Man, I love you, man. Thank you. Pastor, your heart and mind clear? Yes, sir. No doubt about it. Man, I love you, man. Thank you. Man, I love both of you guys, man. Thank you so much. So, so much. I can't. I'm indebted to you guys. So, really, just thank you for being who you are and sharing your experiences and uh, and wisdom and ideas. All of those things are um, vitally important to me, and I, I that's priceless to me. And uh, so, thank you guys, man. Thank you so much. Well, my heart and mind clear. Um, before, I want to remind everybody that you can listen to tonight's episode and every previous episode on Spotify, Google, iTunes, all under From the Streets to the Pulpit. Um, this concludes tonight's episode. Uh, see you, talk to you guys, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time next Tuesday. Pastor, if you will, pray us out, please. Lord, we thank you so much for what our ears have heard and what our hearts have felt. Thank you so much, God, for um, just taking over uh, the entire show because, God, there's a peace here now that, like you describe in your word, it just surpasses all understanding. I thank you so much, God. I love it when you leave us speechless. I love it whenever you fill us up to where we don't even want anymore, God. Thank you so much, God, because your truth is the only thing that's going to make us free. We didn't solve the world's problems tonight. We didn't take away the coronavirus. But, God, we got something that, uh, that, 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 that's everlasting. Lord, there's a greatness that you placed on the inside of us. And I want to thank you, God, so much for 
uh, letting us know that you're still God. You're greater than anything and everything. And, Lord, while we look like we're working behind us trying to go back and uh, correct the past, but the past, Lord God, you got a plan for us right now. And that's what you said in Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to bring you to an expected end. God, you got a plan for us. And regardless of all of the obstacles, God, as long as we will follow your plan and that we will link up together and work together and support one another, motivate one another, encourage one another, hold each other accountable, God, respect one another, love one another, aid one another. Lord, as long as we'll do that, there's no stopping us. Thank you so much, God, for creating this unstoppable force. And, God, I pray that it will get larger and larger. I pray in the name of Jesus that we can all link up, hook up, and do what uh, God has ordained for us to do. Thank you, God. And help us to stop trying to fight one another and help us to stop trying to fight the enemy. Help us, God, to just stay on the path and do the things that you've ordained for us to do, and all will be well. Now, God, we're going into a Fourth of July weekend, and some will celebrate, some won't. But regardless, God, whether it's the 4th of July or the 2nd of July, help us to know that we're free. And, God, if we do things your way, we'll be equal. I love you, Lord. Continue to bless the streets from the streets to the pulpit. Keep quick and his wife upright. But twin, God, I pray that you will continue to pour back into him as he pours out on the others. And thank you for uniting us. One day you're going to bring us together. I really do believe that. But for now, we just bless you, Lord. We honor you and we praise you. It is in Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. 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 This concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, number one, joined by Pastor Robinson, Dr. Twin, and Ms. Quick. We love each and every one of you. God loves us. God loves you. Love each other the same. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And peace.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.